We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Bardwell. To hear more, please use our media player at PCAChurch.com and join us every Sunday at 1030 at 2313 East Prospect in Ponca City. Now join us for the following message. Now, if you have your Bibles, turn to Joshua chapter 18, verse 3. Joshua 18, 3 says, So Joshua said to the Israelites, this is a powerful question, how long will you wait before you begin to take possession of the land that the Lord, the God of your ancestors, has given you? How long will you wait before you even begin? I mean, he wasn't saying, how long will you wait before you take possession? He said, how long will you wait before you even start doing anything? God has already given them the land. God is waiting on them. They are not waiting on God. We've got to understand that God has already provided. God is waiting on us. The question to us is, how long will you wait? How long will I wait before we begin to take possession of what God has already given us? I was born and raised in Mississippi, Brookhaven. Country boy. Any country boys in the house? Raised in the country. Raised in the south. I love sweet tea. I love cornbread. I love chicken. Any way you can fix it. That's what I was raised on. And every summer, we took the jeans that we wore to school. Mom cut them off. And we wore blue jean shorts all summer. No shirts, no shoes. That's just the way it was. And I remember moments of my childhood that I, I just keep cherished and a treasure in my heart. Times of playing with friends, moments of where uh, my mom and my dad, we did things together. I remember a church we were at in Kosciuszko, Mississippi. Uh, my mom, somehow somebody left badminton rackets at the church. We didn't have a net, but there was a, a parking lot thing with two posts and a cable between it. And me and my mom got out there to play badminton. I'll never forget that moment. I'll never forget moments with my dad, my friends, riding bikes, all those things. Life is to be lived by moments. We live life by moments. A moment in time. And I want to tell you that the enemy will take you, no matter what age you're at, and no matter what stage you're at in life, and he will try and convince you that you have missed your moment in time with God. He will try to tell you you've missed your moment. It's past. It's over. It's not going to happen. I believe God has a new season for this church. I believe God has a new day and a fresh anointing in this house. And I'm ready for my moment. When do moments happen? Now. Right now. The question is, how long Will you neglect? How long will you put off until tomorrow what God is calling you to do now? Today, right now. If I don't start now, I will not start later. If I want to lose weight tomorrow, i got to watch my calories today. We've got to start. They were not even beginning to take possession of the land. I have found that there is a power in the present. Right now. Right now, the enemy is really not fighting you on what you did yesterday. Most of us think he's, he's using all my memories 
to, to make me uh, get depressed and discouraged, that, to make me not fight. He's not fighting you on what you did yesterday, but what you are about to do today, right now. Yesterday's over. It's already happened. The enemy gets real fearful when people of God begin to understand and realize God has already provided this. God has already done it. All I have to do is receive it. All I have to do is possess it. The more I do now, the more the enemy fights me. Anybody, anybody fighting anybody here today? Fight me. You know why? Because I'm doing something now. Now, we've got to understand timing. And we also have to understand time. Now is reality. The past is a memory. The future and anticipation. And all we ever have is now. Now. And you will always have now. You won't have the past. You won't have the future. But you will always have now. God has already given it to you now. Well, Pastor, I need healing. He's already provided for it by His Son's stripes on His back, right? We have to get into a place to possess it. Uh, he, he, I, I need financial help. He's already provided it through His Son, Jesus Christ. I will give you all that you need. I will provide for you. He is Jehovah Rapha, our healer. He is Jehovah Jireh, our provider. He's already done this. In, in Joshua, he said, God has already given you possession of the land. How long are you going to wait? You see, there was a waiting game sometimes in the Old Testament. We, we quote Isaiah. There was a waiting game even in the New Testament up until the day of Pentecost. He told them, you wait in Jerusalem until you are endued with power. But since that moment. There is no more waiting. It's in the past. God has already provided everything we need today. He is waiting on you and He is waiting on me to begin to take possession of it. Before you have anything, you have to think about it. You have to dream about it. You have to pray about it before you get anything. God's Word says He will give us the desires of our hearts. Give us the desires of our hearts. Successful saints, they strive in adversity. Whenever the enemy gets your back against the wall, that's when people who are men and women of God really fight the hardest. You want me to fight hard? Trap me in a corner. You want me to fight hard? Get my back up against the wall. You better watch out, man. I'm coming out fighting. I'm going to put some Taekwondo, some Jiu-Jitsu, MMA, whatever I've got. Why? Because I've got nowhere to go before. And the enemy tries to trap us and say, there is no way out. And God knows I've already provided a way out. You just have to go and move in me. I've already provided it. Try to think of something that God has not already provided. You can't. I tried this week. Lord, well, what about this? What about a job? I've already provided it. You just haven't possessed it. Wow. What, what about my kids? Are, they've gone crazy. Train up the child. Where should you go? Well, you don't depart from it. Come on. I've already done that for you. You've got to possess it. You've got to take it. You've got to start moving out by faith. 
You don't feel it. You don't see it. It doesn't look it, whatever. But you live by faith. Jesus provided a way for all of those to walk on the water that were in the boat. But only one of them did it. God has provided everything for you and me today. He's just warning some of us to say, I'm tired of waiting. I'm tired of always saying, I will do it tomorrow. You ever have a small leak in your house? What happens when you say, I'll take care of it tomorrow? House gets flipped. Yeah. You ever had a tire with a slow leak in it? And say, you know what? I think I'll take care of that tire tomorrow. What's going to happen? Flat tire? In our spiritual lives, we have things that are, that are out of control. And we just look around and go, I think I'll take care of that tomorrow. And God says, today is the day. Today is the day of salvation. He's a right now God. A present God. The power of the present. He is the great I am. He's present. God does not perceive time. Now is always with God. That's all he sees because now is the only reality. Sometimes we get complacent and when you get complacent, you sit and do nothing. And that's what the Israelites were doing. They didn't even begin. And Joshua said, how long will you wait before you even begin? Take the first step. Do something. I this week revisited a story that I thought I knew everything about. How many of you know the Bible? Think you want to know just about everything there is to know about that part of it? I was reading about my my dear brother Samson. How many of you know about Samson? Okay, strong dude, good looking dude. I mean, mighty mighty man. I mean, there wasn't a woman he could not have gotten right. He had just gone through a great victory. He's in Hebron, and how many know that sometimes? When you're at the peak of victory and excitement and everything's going right, sometimes that's when the enemy sneaks in, right? And all of a sudden, he made a connection by, with a woman named what? Delilah. 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 And you know what he did? He told her all that was in his heart. Wow. There's only one person in my life I would ever tell all that is in my heart. And she's sitting right there. You know why? Because if you tell somebody all that is in your heart, you become very, very vulnerable. Delilah. Delilah. Everybody in here has a delilah. Pastor, what are you talking about? Everybody in here has a Delilah. Oh, wait. You think Delilah's a woman? No. The name Delilah means this. To defer. To put off. To loiter. To procrastinate. To wait. Every one of us have things in our life that we have said to it, Delilah. Are you going to do something? Well, Delilah. You see, Delilah is not a woman. It is a spirit. 
And he had deferred, procrastinated, waiting. He had gotten past the point of breaking off this relationship. He said, well, I'll break up with her tomorrow. I'll put it off because it's kind of a fun little relationship. And you know it deferred what God had for him. God had great plans for Samson. But Samson, he found his delight. Something that made him say, I don't want this out of my life because it makes me happy. I enjoy it. It, it makes my life more complete. Have we ever said anything about something like that or not? Delilah. Delilah. It's not a person. It's not this woman. I learned this week, it can be a spirit that gets into us in one part or more parts of our life Said, I'm going to put this off. I'm going to, I'm going to take care of it tomorrow. I'm going to make sure that I, that I make sure that I enjoy this as much as I can. He was distracted by Delilah. You ever got a parking ticket? And Delilah? It's going to cost you more. When you Delilah, it's going to cost you more. You put something off. You delay. You defer. You loiter. You procrastinate. It's going to be worse. A $20, $30 ticket, $50, whatever it is, turns into $150, $200, and then all of a sudden it turns into a warrant for your arrest. Well, I meant to, I meant to take care of it. I, I meant to make sure I, I watched. Oh, no, no, no. Delilah. How long will you wait? You see, we're not waiting on God, church. God's waiting on us. To begin, timing, His time is always now. God works with us and through us, not in spite of us. Remember the blind man sitting beside the road? Jesus is coming by, there's a great crowd. He starts doing what? Crying out, Jesus! And the crowd said, Shh. He said, Wait a minute. This is my moment. I've been waiting for my moment with Him, and I'm not going to let this moment pass me by. I'm going to cry out. I said it last week. The, the Father said, Excuse out of me. Lord, I believe. This blind man's crying out, Jesus! Son of David, have mercy upon me. Shh. I'm not missing my moment. This is my time. It's right now or never. God's provided my healing. He's coming by. I'm going to believe that this is it. And he received his sight. Because he wasn't listening to everybody around him. Everybody around him going, shh, Delilah. Just Delilah. We can find all kinds of stories like this. Lame man. Yeah. We find many times where people said, this is my moment. I'm not going to miss it. You see, the, there's two words that we differentiate, but in, in the Hebrew, they're both the same root word. The words hear and obey. God looks at those words as the same. In God's perception of 
vocabulary, if we hear, then we should obey. They have the same root, hear and obey. God does not understand how we can hear and then not obey. Because they're the same. Hear and obey. If you hear, you will obey. If you hear, you will do. If you're a hearer of the word, you will do the word. Hear, obey. Hear, obey. And God is sometimes perplexed at us. You are hearing, but you're not obeying. I don't understand how you can separate the two. You see, today God is wanting us to hear the words. Deuteronomy 28.2 says this. All these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. God has provided what? Blessings. If we hear and obey. That talks about it. There's, there's other scriptures in the word of God. These blessings will run you down and take you over. Overwhelm you. God says amen. 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 That's the word of God. And sometimes we miss our moment because we ourselves are saying, but Pastor Delilah. Or maybe somebody else is saying, shh. Delilah. Yeah. We don't have time in the service this morning for that, so we'll just Delilah that. I don't have time today, God. Delilah. I'm going to defer this. I'm going to wait on this. And we miss our moments. We miss our timing with God. Because God is all about timing. I talked about how Philip was told by the Holy Spirit, go out of the desert. I mean, he and that Ethiopian eunuch, I mean, they met each other at God's perfect timing. God is on a collision course with every one of us. He wants His Spirit to collide with our lives and overwhelm us and, and overtake us. But sometimes He's right here going and we're like, I'm just going to sit here and wait because that's what... No, no, no. But Pastor, I know Isaiah says, they that wait upon the Lord, that ain't sitting down and doing nothing. Waiting means I'm going to be active. I'm going to go over here and serve God as much as I can until... Yeah, I'm going to serve. I'm going to be a waiter. I'm going to be a waitress. That's what that means. So many times we, we Delilah what God wants to come in and give us strength. And yet when we Delilah, it destroys our strength. It destroys our vision. It destroys what God has prepared for us. Do you think God wanted Samson to, to live like that and die like that? No. That wasn't his plan for him. But he delighted. He got a spirit in his heart. And he delayed. He deferred. He procrastinated. He waited. When God says, I want you to stop this connection. He goes, no, but, but she's pretty. Oh, he's handsome. Well, I, I, I know, I just know if I put some more money in, I'm going to hit it. I just know, come on. I, I won't stop this today, but God, help me tomorrow. Remember the Pharaoh had a plague of frogs came in and, and, and Moses came and said, when do you want these frogs to be taken out of here because I can handle that? And, the, and, the, and he says, I want you to do it tomorrow. Who in their right mind is going to spend one more night with all the frogs everywhere? I would have said, now! Get rid of those frogs now! I don't want to sleep another night with them jumping in my bed, jump, jumping in my face. Uh-uh, no more. But yet people put up with a lot 
Because they don't want to deal with it now. We'll deal with it tomorrow. Well, it's going to cost you more. Your house is going to get flooded. You're going to get arrested. I mean, your car's going to tear up. It's low on oil. You better put some more in it today, right now. I'm about out of gas. But I think I can make it to Oklahoma City. I don't think so. We got these warning lights coming on. Now your car will tell you, you better stop and get some gas. And now we just go, but I know better. It says I only have 30 miles to empty, but I can make it to Oklahoma City because I'm living by faith. <laughs> How long? You see, the word now means this. No opportunities wasted. I'm not going to waste another opportunity. No matter what my age, no matter what my stage, no matter how much the enemy tells me, you've missed your moment. I'm going to say, you know what, God, you've got another moment for me, and I'm going to make sure I don't miss it. Because I'm going to take care of this now. No opportunities wasted. I wonder how many times in our life we've wasted opportunities. I've missed some, I know. I know I've missed some. I've missed some opportunities in my life with my family. I've missed some opportunities in my life with my wife, with my kids. I know that. But I wonder how many times has God had something for me? He's already given it to me. All I have to do is possess it. And I delight I waited. I procrastinated. I don't want to move now. I just want to wait a little bit. We get comfortable. We get complacent. And sometimes the only time that we get active is when we're in the middle of adversity. Why do we have to wait? Why can't we do it now? Because today is the day. How long will you wait? Maybe there's some things in your life that God has been dealing with you about. I have found that today people don't like convictions. Don't preach a message that's going to convict me. Just make me happy. Well, you'll be happy after you take care of your convictions. At least that's the way it's worked in my life. When God convicts me over something, I take care of it, and I am so much happier. Why? Because I have peace and joy and hope. Man, and I've had a right relationship with God. And there's things we need to make sure that we're doing now. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3 says this. The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of His being. Wow. God made Him in His image. He made us in His image. Jesus sustained all things by His powerful Word. Say these next four words with me. After He had what? Come on, church. After He had he provided purification for sins. He sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. He's already provided everything I need for salvation. Is God waiting on me or am I waiting on God? Well, I'm waiting on God to save me. Well, he's already done it. I'm waiting on God to provide for my finances. Hey, you know what? If you bring your first fruits in, God said, I will guarantee I'll take care of the rest of it. I don't want to pay my tithe, but I want God to provide. 
Hmm. We have to participate. Do you know that in most churches today, 85 to 90% of the people do not tithe? That's an average of all churches in America. No wonder the church is financially in trouble. No wonder God's not providing a lot of finances for people. We've got to participate. How long will you wait? Well, I'm going to wait until God does something. When God gives me a million dollars, I'm going to tithe. No, you won't. If you do not start now, you will not start later. God gives you a million, you say, I need 10 million. Gives you 10 million, I need 100 million. And you'll never, because you didn't start now. Well, all I have is a dollar. Well, give 10 cents. Well, all, all I have is faith. Walk by faith, not by sight. Trust. I need healing. Trust. He's already provided. I, I, I lay myself at his feet. I trust him for my healing. I trust him for my strength. My help in time of trouble. I won't make a decision without him. Why? Because I will do it now. Message. Join us anytime at PCAChurch.com and every Sunday at 2313 East Prospect in Ponca City.